Hello, and you're very welcome to another edition of The Others, the Alan Kinsella podcast, where I look at small parties, groups and independents that have contested Irish elections over the years. This week is the turn of the People's Party of Ireland, led by Joe McCormack, who contested the 1987 general election and the 1985 local elections. Um, I also have a little bit about a group called Clannafini in this as well. The People's Party of Ireland were the subject of the first episode of the podcast where the sound was absolutely brutal, so I've just done the episode again. Thanks again to everybody who's uh, subscribed to the podcast. And again, please tell your friends about it if you if you, you can and subscribe and leave reviews and all that carry on. Thanks to everybody who's subscribed to the Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash electionlit. If you want to contact me, I'm at electionlit on Twitter, Irish Political Ephemera on Facebook, Irish Election Literature at gmail.com and Irish Election Literature.com is the website. Thanks. In June 1984, there was a by-election in Leash Offaly. Um, and amongst those contesting were Joe McCormack. McCormack of Port Leash will be the only Leash candidate contesting the coming by-election in Leash Offaly. The other candidates are from Offaly and Dublin. Eliminated on the final count in the Leash County Council elections in 1979 and unsuccessful in three general elections, Joe last week fired the first shot in his election campaign. He accused Port Leash General Hospital Action Committee of doing little or nothing about the failure of the Minister for Health to appoint a paediatrician at the General Hospital. The father at 10 and at present unemployed, Joe says he will be basing his campaign on the failure of the government to provide proper facilities at the General Hospital and its neglect of the unemployed, those in receipt of social welfare benefit, holders of medical cards and the aged. Now, it mentions his previous outings there. Just to give you an idea, in 1981 in the general election, Joe polled 201 votes in Lee Shoffley. In February 1982, he polled 124. And in November 1982, he polled 195 votes. So um, expectations weren't particularly high amongst people for Joe's performance in that June 1984 by-election. Interviewed in about the election, he says, as the only leech man in the field, he believes that he stands a good chance. And he believed he could emulate the feat achieved by Deputy Oliver J. Flanagan when he first won his seat in the Doyle in the early 1940s. Just under 300 crowded into Port Leash's lower square last Monday evening to hear independent Joe McCormick give his final election rule address. While up at the top of the square, scarcely more than 120 were present when Fianna Fáil party leader Charles Dehaughey arrived to address his party's final pre-election, by-election, pre-by-election rally. In fact, numbers at the Hawhey rally swelled only as Mr McCormack's listeners moved uptown to hear the Fianna Fáil speakers. His, hil- his children holding hand-drawn posters, the undisputed champion of the working class and McCormack number one in leash. Joe had the platform otherwise to himself as he denounced government services, cutbacks, high taxation and insisted on his own independence. Again and again, he stressed how positive he would be if elected to the Doyle and added that there were FF, FG and Labour people in the crowd who supported him. So he was getting crowds anyway and got a bigger crowd than Charlie initially, initially. 
Now the election actually came and uh, in the by-election, and he polled John McCormack polled one thousand four hundred and seventy-one votes, um, which was massive considering uh, he, you know, he nearly um, he was only a few hundred behind Labour, so it was a massive result for him, and afterwards. He expressed his gratitude to the people of Leash and Offaly for their support. He said it gave him confidence for the future and indicated that the people of Leash were determined to have a local man in the Doyle. So all of a sudden from getting 100 votes, he was up to 1,400 or nearly 1,500 votes. So it was a, it was a huge, uh, a huge, a huge vote of confidence in McCormack. A few weeks later, we get the news. Leash People's Party formed. A new political party was formed in Port Leash on Monday night, July the 2nd. The party, the People's Party of Ireland, will have as its leader Mr Joseph McCormack, the independent candidate who, who obtained 1,471 first poor preference votes in the recent Leash-Offley by-election. Presided over by Mr Brendan Clear, the meeting attended by over 40 people heard the newly appointed leader stress the aims of the party which were to ensure the needs of ordinary working class people would be attended to with the least possible delay. He also stressed that it was the intention of the party to organise further meetings throughout the entire country with a view to establishing the party on a national basis. Officers elected a leader, Joseph McCormack, Deputy Leader Patrick Clark and Treasury, Treasurer Lawrence McCormack, Assistant Colin McCormack, Secretary Carmel McCormack, um, Assistant Geraldine Delaney and PRO Brendan Clear. So buoyed up by um, buoyed up by the, the by-election result, the People's Party of Ireland is formed with Joseph McCormack as its leader. Later that year, Mr McCormack made headlines. Mr Joseph McCormack, leader of the People's Party of Ireland, went on hunger strike outside County Hall Port Leash on Monday morning. He is protesting against the failure of the Leash County Manager to waive completely the council services charges in the cases of elderly and people living alone. Mr McCormack said he wrote to the County Manager on the subject, stating that if he had not received a reply before Monday, he would, left with, he would be left with no option but to go on hunger strike. Mr McCormack now says that if the County Manager has not waived the charges before next but Monday next, he will be left with no option but to refuse to take any liquids until his life expires. An official of Leash County Council said while the waiver system had been introduced in the case of hardship, some people were being asked to pay sums in the region of £14 to £25 depending on their incomes. He's making headlines. The party was also upset by the Family Planning Act being passed through the Doyle in 1985. Repugnant to majority, Mr Joe McCormack, leader of the People's Party of Ireland, issued a statement this week that the proposed bill was unconstitutional and repugnant to the wishes of the vast majority of Irish people. It would prove detrimental and destructive of family life, he said. All the people of the country could do was hope and pray that common sense would prevail and that the amendment will remain where it belongs in the dustbin. So you're getting a, an influence here of uh, a hint here of, I suppose, Catholicism um, and traditional Catholicism and being um, anti-contraception and so on. 
Now, they'd had meetings across Leash, and I think in other places as well. But in February 1985, the local elections were coming up in June 85, I think. The People's Party of Ireland will have 10 candidates contesting the local elections in the Port Leach electoral area. Nine will contest both the Leach County Council and Port Leach Town Commission election. Uh, You see a small ad in the paper. The People's Party of Ireland wanted urgently new branches and candidates to represent party at the forthcoming local elections. Please contact General Secretary in writing care of press room, County Hotel, Port Leash, County Leash. So really unusual that they're, they're advertising for both branches and candidates to be set up and people to run in the, uh, gen- in the local elections. And in April 1985, we get the news. The People of Party, the People's Party of Ireland have already decided to nominate five candidates. It's likely all five will be contesting in the Port Leash area. The People's Party of Ireland plan to organise branches not alone throughout Leash but also at national level. Persons wishing to form branches of the party or join the Port Leash branch of the party are asked to contact any member of the uh, party. The party got a little bit of national coverage um, in the Irish Independent. Mr Joe McCormack Port Leash is not lacking in optimism. He is the leader of the People's Party of Ireland, a party which he writes, although now only a political acorn will grow to be a mighty oak and someday in the not too distant future will govern this country. With our policies we will make it a truly great country, he adds. We love our people and when we come to power there will be government by the people, with the people and most of all for the people. How his party stands at the moment or what its policies may be Mr McCormack does not tell me. I do not share his optimism, but there is much truth in his assertion that all of the main political parties have failed this country. He is, he says, astonished to see that certain people in public life foresee a national government here. I am prepared to face reality, and I am not so stupid to think that a national government comprising of Fine Gael, Fianna Fáil and Labour would be the answer to our problems, he writes. Three wrongs don't make a right, None of the parties mentioned was ever right for this country. It never got off the ground, thanks mainly to the people who have purported to run it since the foundation of the state. This may all be very true, but the public will take some convincing that the People's Party of Ireland can provide the desired alternative. So the 1985 local elections came along and the party were running um, Patrick Larkin, and Joseph McCormack um, and they were both running for uh, Port Leash Town Commission and also for uh, the County Council in the Port Leash electoral area. In the Port Leash electoral area for the County Council uh, McCormack polled 256 votes and missed out in the seat while Larkin polled 20 votes and was eliminated. However they fared better in Port, uh, Port Leash Town Commission, where McCormack was elected, having polled 127 votes, and Larkin only polled nine votes. But actually, Larkin's transfers put uh, put McCormack over the line. So it was a big victory for uh, the party that they had their first elected representative. Indeed, the local papers. For the People's Party of Ireland, only formed a few months ago, this was the first major breakthrough with their leader, Joe McCormack, taking the fifth seat on the ninth seat commission. 
So a first outing for the and a first electoral outing for the party and relatively successful in that they had their first elected representative. McCormick stayed active locally and the People's Party <coughs> was still very active, especially around Port Leash. And in the 1987 general election held in February, uh, McCormick stood uh, for the People's Party of Ireland in Leash Offaly. Leader of the People's Party of Ireland, Joseph McCormick, is a native of Port Leash and is married with 10 children. Joe is standing in his fourth general election and he will be hoping to improve on the 1,471 first preferences received in the 1984 by-election when he was the only Leash candidate. Age 52, Joe Hesh McCormick was elected to Port Leash Town, Council, Town Commission during the 1985 local elections and he became the first member of the self-styled People's Party of Ireland to be elected to public office. He describes his occupation as a public representative and he considers local employment, medical facilities for the sick and old and welfare for the needy to be the main concerns of his party. All of his policies have a strong leash offly orientation and he says people from Offaly can be assured that in voting for him they will be looked after on the same basis as the people of Leash. A colourful character, he staged a hunger strike outside Leash County Hall for a number of days in 1985 in protest at the imposition of services charges on the elderly. He pledged to, to reducing taxation to 33% immediately. When asked how this would be funded, he said that was classified information. He said he would only reveal this to the nation on a public televised debate with Dick Spring, Garrett Fitzgerald and Charles Hawley. He said that the reason that this was that the other political parties would steal his ideas. When asked his opinion on Section 31 of the Broadcasting Act, Mr McCormick replied after a while that he too was suffering because of this. No one from RTE will interview me, said Mr McCormick. He actively campaigned against the divorce referendum and he was a strong supporter of the pro -life, uh, in the pro-life amendment campaign. He has also taken a strong stand against the Gaming and Lottery Exact. When asked if he was ever a member of any other political party, the candidate replied, Yes, I was chairman of the Port Leash branch of the Labour Party for two weeks, and he explained that he was elected at his first meeting and resigned after a fortnight when Mr McCluskey refused to meet me. Asked about his chances of being elected, McCormack said that he had carried out his own survey throughout Leash and Offaly at 200 samples, and he was way ahead and that he could be elected on the first count. So he's very optimistic there about uh, the 1987 general election. Despite his optimism in that 1987 general election, uh, the People's Party of Ireland and Joe McCormack polled 354 votes and finished, finished last. They held their AGM then later on that year. The People's Party of Ireland are making ready for the future and at the annual general meeting recently, party leader Joe McCormack looked, into, looked to the success of the party in the next local elections and invited independent candidates interested in running on his party's ticket to come forward now and prepare for the election campaign. Highlighting the need for the success of the People's Party of Ireland, Mr Joe McCormack described the bleak future that lies in stores for Irish citizens should the current government continue to reign. It would appear that government of the day has begun to, 
in earnest to wind down this country as a welfare state. By the end of this century, our people will be in a terrible state of suffering through mass unemployment and for the want of services. The poor will outnumber the rich in numbers beyond the wildest imagination. Calling on the public to support the People's Party, Mr McCormack invited people from Leash to contest the next local elections in the name of the People's Party of Ireland. Let them come forward now and prepare with us for those elections. If we do get a majority in those elections, we can prove without doubt that there is a better way and a life for our people, concluded the leader of the People's Party. Meanwhile, the leadership of the People's Party remains unchanged as all outgoing officers and working committee were returned unopposed in the election of its officers. And uh, the party was going to have a flag day in, in June that year. Another AGM later on. People's Party AGM is held. Voluntary organisations came in for praise at the annual meeting of the People's Party of Ireland at Portleash. Town Commissioner Joe McCormack, leader and founder of the party, said that were it not for the work of the voluntary organisations, many of the existing problems of the country would go unheeded. Local authorities and major political parties were doing nothing, he said. The Gardaí and the priests and the voluntary organisations were being left to shoulder the responsibility. Mr McCormack urged people to buy Irish-made goods over the Christmas period and at all times to ensure that jobs were retained. He accused all major political parties of placing party before people. Because of their failure to fulfil promises, unemployment was still rampant. Ms Carmel Rowan, secretary, called for an increase in membership and urged people to lend their support to the party which represented the working people. Mr PJ Rowan, chairman, praised Commissioner McCormack for his work on behalf of the poor and unemployed. Officers chosen were Leader, uh, Town Commissioner Joe McCormack, Deputy Leader Mr Patrick Larkin, Chairman PJ Rowan, Treasurer Colin McCormack, Secretary Carmel Rowan, Committee Mrs M Tobin, Mr Mrs A King, Mr P, Mrs P McCormack, G King, W Breen and A McCormack. As far as I know that was the party's last AGM and it just drifted out of existence between in sometime in 1988 and um, in the 1989 general election Joe McCormack stood as an independent and the People's Party was finished. He polled 394 votes. Interesting enough he then got involved um, with the group although staying as an independent politician he was involved with a group called Clan Nafini, uh, the family group, which were very, um, you know, very anti-divorce, very pro-life, very, um, you know, anti, um, anti-contraception and so on, very traditional Catholic group. And he was involved in them for many years. And in 1990, in the 1990 presidential election, actually, the Clan Navini group, the family group, uh, d- distributed a leaflet on, um, for the presidential election. Clan Navini, the family group, know your presidential candidate. On the 7th of the September 1983, the vast majority of Irish people rejected abortion being introduced into our country, as was divorce in 1986. 
One of the present candidates, Mrs. Mary Robinson, campaigned for the introduction of abortion and has down the years shown herself as anti-family with no respect whatsoever for her sacred constitution and what it stands for. Mary Robinson also wants to give to, to homosexuals marital status and for the homosexuals to be on a par with the natural family. Mary Robinson would abuse the position of the presidency if elected and bring the good office of the presidency into disrepute. Mary Robinson was also a member of, member of that sinister organisation international called the Trilateral Commission. Austin Curry, founder member of the SDLP in the north of Ireland, now a member of the Fine Gael party here in the Republic of Ireland. Austin Curry, a strong advocate for divorce and follows his party policy stance at the 1984 Fine Gael Ordesh, that anyone who is prepared to stand on the basis of a Catholic Gaelic state will have no sympathy from the Fine Gael party. People standing for the presidential election must respect our constitution and the voice of the majority. We cannot see either of the above people respecting these issues. We are not dictating as to whom you vote for. We are reminding you as to what the above people stand for. Please commit, come out and vote. So the Clondafini kept on going and were kind of active. I think McCormick was president of the group, but were active throughout the 90s. And a fellow called Harry Richards, I think, was the other person involved who stood in the 1991 local elections in Ratmines. And um, McCormick actually was re-elected to Port Leash Town Commission later on and continued on. And I think 2002 was his last general election. But in the 90s, he was also approached by Major Naharan uh, to join. And he actually spent a period in Major Naharan before leaving. So he never actually stood for Major Naharan in, in, um, in an election. So that's the story of the, the PPI, Bit and Clonafini, and there we are. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks to everybody who subscribed to the podcast. If you haven't done so already, please do. And of course, tell your friends about it. And thanks to everybody who's subscribed to the Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash election lit. Thank you.